episode 152 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony and sitting right across from me via Zoom, as always, is my pal DeQuincy. Hey guys, um, glad to be back. And um, wow, uh, we're here to talk about the season or series finale of the uh, Falcon and Wear Soldier. Wait, AKA- why, do you say, hmm? why do you say series? Please don't say serious. Uh, because it's no longer going to be the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's now Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, and did you not see the news after that? I it came not. out like a couple hours after the after the show? Well, no, I didn't watch it. Uh, I watched it earlier today, so I've been staying away from all the news. Oh, you didn't see. Marvel's already announced the, they're going ahead with Cap 4. Wow, Okay. Yeah, the same. I think he said the same showrunner that ran the the Falcon and Winter Soldier series is going to be uh, head of Captain America Four. Carl something, I think his name. I think his name. He's really good. I, I really liked what he did with the show. Yes, yes, yes. I really. It always remind me of Carl Sarsgaard or something. But uh. Wow, I did not know they were doing that. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Ma- okay. It's a different guy. Malcolm. Uh, oh, yeah. Malcolm. I just saw his name. Malcolm Spellman. Okay. Carl Scoggin is the. He's been the. Car- oh, Kari. I'm sorry. Yeah, she. <laughs> she. Well, I like what she's done with, as a director for this, this series. No, no. You're okay. Right. Yeah. Spellman wrote it. She, she directed. Kari uh, directed it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, that's good news, man. Yes, excellent. Um, so yeah, uh, this is going to be a short podcast because um, I have we I have a hard out at about three forty five. So you got about thirty minutes to talk about this. So uh, how did you feel about the finale and the show as a whole? Man, I loved everything. I loved the show. Loved the finale. Um, I man, now that they're doing a a fourth Captain America movie, I can't wait to see. It what they have in store. But I have no complaints about this show whatsoever. Oh, so it ended better for you than WandaVision did, huh? Of course. <laughs> Look, what can I say? I'm a dumb, like, average American who likes his shoot em up blow em up you know, epic shows and movies. Not the, you know, I don't know. Just WandaVision didn't have enough of that for me, so... <laughs> well i'm glad you that you enjoyed it of course i loved it i loved the entire series from beginning to end um i see there are certain people who did not agree with me on that really yeah you, you see the review i don't of course you didn't see the reviews because you've been ignoring everything but um avoiding things yeah avoiding the review but like the what was it 
the Rotten Tomatoes, like everyone loved every episode except for episode six. And I've seen some of the dumbest excuses. Some people were like, oh, well, we didn't get the resolution that we wanted for characters. And my response is, oh, you didn't get you didn't get resolution in a Marvel project. You mean they left threads open to pick up and further th- and further Marvel TV shows and movies? Something that's basically ongoing until I don't know, till we're all dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If if you had a problem with that in, in this show, but you didn't have a problem with it in WandaVision, then what really is your problem? Like literally at the end of WandaVision, White Vision flies off. We never see him again <laughs> from the middle of the middle of the uh, last episode. Wanda's at some cabin retreat with the Darkhold. And um, what's her name? Um, uh, Agatha? No, not Agatha. No. The uh, the black uh, Monica. She's, oh, yeah, she's yeah. told by a scroll that a friend of her, mo- her mom wants to meet her. And it's like, okay, so there are threads left open for a future movie TV show. I don't know why you thought that everything was going to be just wrapped up in a bow in this show. Wow, 59% on the tomato meter. Exactly. It's like, and then I go, if I go online, I'll see people that I trust and respect and respect, you know, black and brown reviewers who love it and then everyone on that Rotten Tomatoes who has a problem with this a white person I'm like hmm I don't want to say you're telling yourself but it feels like you're telling on yourself hmm. it's like I don't understand but you know what that whole critics thing is so it's just so stupid how we let that decide what we do and do not pay attention to if you like the show and it made you happy why the hell do you care what anyone else thought about it? yeah of course hmm. i saw a discussion um thursday some guy was making a big stink about why wakanda would help out sam and give him a suit with the uh with the american symbol on it and I like I was going to reply, but then I went to his mentions and saw that he was like, oh, fair. Like he re- was view- reviewing the show for some, I uh, think, podcast of color or something like that. He was like, oh, it was a black guy, by the way. He was like, oh, by the way, I don't like the show. Huh? I was like, well, why am I going to argue with you about a tenant of the show if you don't like it? Yeah. Like, there's no point of me even wasting my time. Like, we're just on different, we're just on different spectrums. You're going to complain about it, even though, like, you have, I've said before, we have no idea what happened in the five years of the, bl- of the blip. Like, even before that happened, the end of Black Panther, we knew Wakanda was the most technological um, advanced country in the nation, even though other nations didn't know it. For mm-hmm. all we know, they got for all we know that maybe they got set back oh for all we know they're like they're like in the time of the blip they became the number one country in the world they took over from america and you know for all we know they america and wakanda might have a partnership they're as thick as thieves mm-hmm. and honestly like i said we've seen all the wakanda's 
uh, all everything in Wakanda, they might not even see America as a threat. Not with their, yeah, I mean, not with yeah. their uh, advancements. Of why, you yeah. know, because remember, big should thing be about uh, in uh, Black Panther, um, what's his name, Michael B. Jordan's character, Warmonger, um, not Warmonger, what's his name. <sighs> Um, but anyway, he was talking about how they were going to send weapons to the war dogs and have the the sun would never set on the Wakanda Killmonger. It wouldn't set on the Wakanda Empire. And I'm like, that's not something you say if you're worried about other countries rising up on you. Mm-hmm. And, and secondly, when it comes to Captain America, people have this misguided idea that Captain America represents the American government and he doesn't. Both Steve and Sam as Captain America, they don't represent the only thing that they and the only thing that Captain America is loyal to is the American dream. And it's not politics, it's not the people who really control the nation or anything, but it's the it's the dream that everything should be equal for everybody. And he fights for everybody. That's what it means to hold that shield and call yourself Captain America. And he said as much in that speech at the end. Yeah. Like there's people here, like in this circle, I imagine that don't like me. I can feel it, but I'm still here. Yeah. It's like I'm, I, this country may, has not done the best for black people, but I still have a right to be here and fight for it. Mm-hmm. Which is it's something I I think about every time I see stories about black veterans. You know, you go off to war and you're fighting for peace and freedom in other parts of the world, but then you come back and then people will races assholes will you know use racial slurs or they'll burn crosses on your lawn and it's like you're 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 going across the world to give people a better life than what you have in the so-called greatest country in the world right and it's you know it's it's weird because when you you hear i mean i've the stories i've heard maybe i haven't heard enough but i feel like when they're when they were over there like none of that stuff mattered it was all about being one unit one you know team essentially with this oh, common goal of, of winning a war. Over there trying to survive. Right. Nobody had time to to hate a guy because he was black or something like that. You know, maybe I again I don't know. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm sure, you know, there, there probably were guys that were not happy about it, but you know, you know, at the end of the day, you're you're trying to survive. Like I said, everybody's just trying to survive. And then to come back and get spit on and you know, just treat like a second. What? Okay. Sorry. The missus is texting me. Oh, we need to go target. I'm like, I'm I'm busy. Okay. Um, going back to show. Um, so man, we got like 15 minutes. Let's talk about all the characters, um, basically the quote unquote resolutions that we got. Uh, how do you think how, outside of um, Sam and Bucky, who was your favorite one? Uh, for me, it's gotta be Batrock. I mean, I like George St. Pierre anyways, there's a bias, 
but like he's a he's a kick-ass villain uh, i hated what happened hopefully they can you know reverse it <laughs> like oh, they do everything Nah, he's dead r.i.p oh man okay well he had a good run but uh yeah he was cool um and that's about it that's really the only characters that's the only other character i liked i mean uh your theory and you know turned out to be true and, and it was or one of your theories turned out to be true and and uh wasn't surprising um and uh yeah i mean but every everybody else was pretty solid yeah um i really liked the the path they took for john walker yes especially the like the last two episodes where he comes back um and he's in front of that that tribunal and they're talking about we're taking away your title your retirements everything he's just basically like i know what you i know i know i understand i know but you made me like this and then Mm -hmm. you sent me out into the world and i've only i've lived my life by your creed yeah i mean and i've done everything that you've asked for me and i've done it i've done it great and now you just you toss me aside like this and and that was definitely part of the uh we talked about it the, the last episode that was definitely like i know you call them maga cap and stuff mm-hmm. like that and, and that's fine but watching those watching him transform was definitely the most interesting part about him because it's like yeah he's got he's probably got these underlying feelings that are become man, or that are manifested through you know with with through taking the serum and stuff like that you know it it it, it amplifies like your characteristics and whatnot like i get that but at the same time it was very interesting to see him struggle with you know everything was struggle with it essentially like maybe maybe he didn't know it was always there but it was it was there anyways and it's starting to kind of come alive and uh, uh also you know just the fact that he, you know he's every i imagine every soldier harbors those feelings like especially when things are going wrong. It's like, this is what I did for you. And you, there, you, you offer no, um, no reconciliation when I get back, you know, it's, I'm left, left to my own, you know, devices, which is something you give up when you sign, when you enlist, like you, you give up your freedom of doing things your way because again like you said you made me i followed your rules and now you're on your own and there's there's no guidance so i feel like you know it was you know it was interesting to see all that kind of come out and and come to a head with him and and, you know at least he was able to get it out you know yeah and that the last episode which is perfect for him he had a chance to chase down carly and capture lamar's killer or save all those people in the um in the van from going over and he actually stopped and had his hero moment and and went to go save him now it didn't work because he got jumped right but can't fault him for that (laughs) yeah but that's one thing is like he could have went down the darker path and just said screw those people my mission is to stop the flag smashers and more importantly more personally my mission is to capture or kill the person who killed Lamar, but he stopped and did the right thing. So it's like, there's still, there's still a hero in, there's still a chance at redemption for him. 
Mm-hmm. And Man. it's a, uh, and I like the fact that, you know, it wasn't a, a split second decision. Like he, he, he thought about it. He contemplated it. Mm-hmm. Like that's where maybe the anti-hero comes out. It's like, he thought about it, you know, it wasn't because Steve Rogers wouldn't have hesitated. He would have jumped to go save those people. Like he did with the little, like in the first Avenger, mm-hmm. when the little boy got thrown in the, in the water, he was going to go right for him and then try and get him. But the kid was like, I got it. I got it. I'm good. This, he stopped. He was like, which way do I go? And then, you know, yeah, obviously. But, made- but yeah, but remember episode four, Lamar says, in the heat of the battle, you always make the right decision. And right there, John Walker made the right decision to go save lives instead of avenging one. Right. So <laughs> I know this is weird to hear from me considering where, where I've been uh, on the whole John Walker, but very he, punchable face. Yeah, he does have a very punchable <laughs> face, but the actor, what's his name? Wyatt Russell, he's been yeah. like unbelievable. I really am hopeful and, and excited to see what they do with his character, the US agent going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know if they're gonna do like a Thunderbolts like show or movie with him involved, or he'll be in Cap Four. But I'm really really interested in, in seeing the continuation of John Walker's story. At least he's got to be in Cap Four. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I mean he he definitely deserves uh, some more screen time, just based off his performance, you know, this season. Yes, sir. I, I, needed uh speaking of which oh carlos career lead off home run uh let's talk about someone who was helping john walker and as contessa valentina allegra de fontaine <laughs> uh played by who is that elaine bennis yeah elaine bennis julia <laughs> Lewis Dreyfus, Dreyfus. uh yes you steinfeld lover but i mean man the- as great as she was, the, right? As great as she was on that show, I mean, she she became the most successful actor from that show. After you know, she did the most. She's done the most since. I mean, Emmy after Emmy, mm-hmm. hit show after hit show. Like that's pretty cool. And it's so it's it's really cool to see her. Uh, you know, in the fold, you know, the Marvel fold. I mean, it's uh, it, at this point, you know, who um. Who, who's next who's who are they going to get next like it's 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 part of the fun as well as like i'm currently looking up who uh who uh starred in the her old show the new adventures of old christine because mm-hmm. they got both her and clark Gregg from that show yep and clark Gregg plays phil colson mm-hmm. so who else can make it make some phone calls but yeah um <laughs> that cameo was amazing that character um she's gonna play the hell out of that character it's gonna be interesting to see what side she she falls on because in the comics she's um she's like a triple agent for uh shield hydra and russia (laughs) so she's she's a human she doesn't have any does she have any superpowers no she's human she's also like uh an ex-lover of um nick fury oh okay so God willing, we get to see her and um, Samuel Jackson work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I did not see that coming. That was great. They hit that really well. Yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard somewhere, I read somewhere that she had she, they snuck her on set like in a cloak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Marvel's stealing the in- invisibility cloak from Harry Potter now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently her character was originally supposed to debut in the uh, Black Widow movie, mm. which as we know has been pushed back time after time thanks to this goddamn coronavirus. Yep. But yeah. Um, so moving on so uh like i said one earlier one of my theories came through uh and um agent carter was a power broker the entire time and now she you know she got a full pardon you saw the mid-credits scene right oh yeah okay so she gets a full pardon she's back with the cia and basically she's going to be selling out access to government secrets and resources and technology and you know, that's another person that, you know, could show up anywhere. It's been, if they're actually plans to make a Thunderbolts TV show movie, uh, she definitely can be in, involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's uh, she seems like she's going to play a big role, mm-hmm. you know, going forward, at least at least in the next Captain America movie, um, maybe further. Who knows? Um. I don't know. It's interesting that people were talking about like not tying everything up. I mean, one of the best things, in my oh, opinion. Oh, oh like, sorry, sorry. Ahead. Speaking of tying things up, um, shout out to uh, Zemo's butler. He's a real one. That's setting who that up, was setting up that car bomb to kill all the rest of those uh, super serum enhanced uh, flag smashers. <laughs> you look. I'm I'm beating my forehead because I, I was. And I was going to ask you, who was that guy? Who was that old man? But you're right. I should have known. Like, the white gloves should have given it away. Like, I just forgot that he. Yes, that's right. Okay. Because I, I had no idea when the camera zoomed out, zoomed out, and it was him in that um in the in the side mirror. Mm-hmm. But when the camera switched over and it went to his face, and then the next thing you see is uh, Zemo in the raft listening to the news report. I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit, he's a. His butler, a real one, down for the calls. <laughs> he's a he's a true he's a true servant. Mm-hmm. It's kind of uh, it's like the uh, the evil. He's like the evil Alfred. <laughs> because apparently, I I haven't seen the episode, but like in the the original sixty six series, mm-hmm. there was an episode where Alfred had, and the guy that played Alfred was a giant. He was like six foot six. He towered over over Adam West. Apparently he had to wear the cowl in an episode to, to throw off some bad guys like while he was driving the Batmobile. <laughs> it's like, oh, there goes Batman. It's like, it, it's some giant in a car. Like it's, it's not, but he's wearing the cowl. I mean, obviously gives it away. Yeah. But, um, so that kind of, it kind of reminded me of, of that, but man, I do. Okay. And I was fixing to ask you who, who was that guy? Like, was he, this new character that this new evil, you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, dark, dark web character that they're going to introduce, but you're, okay. He's nah. the butler. That's very cool. Butler down like four flat tires, man. That's your boy. <laughs> um, moving on. Um, yeah, we're going to see Zemo in a future uh, series. I uh, can't wait to see that. And um, the real, the one thing I want to talk, well, before I get to the last thing I want to talk about, let's talk about, um, Bucky yes and that's what I was I was getting to that was my favorite part of the uh the tying it you know uh, you know tying up loose ends mm-hmm. 
you know, I, and that's what kind of confused me, like where people were complaining because that was a big one the, to tie up that, that was a huge thing that, you know, they, they addressed and, and uh, still, you know, it was a good way to, to, to close that chapter. Yeah. He took Sam's advice where Sam told him, you're not, a, you're not amending, you're just avenging. Mm-hmm. And so in order to make amends, you have to actually give people resolve and help them and not just help yourself. And you have to do that even if it hurts. Mm-hmm. And we see that in the end of the sixth episode where he goes to, um, I don't remember that guy's name, I don't even, but the, the Japanese guy, he goes and he explains to him what happens to what happened to his son, just tells him, your son was murdered. I did it. I was a winter soldier. I was being controlled. I didn't have a choice. And, you know, he explains everything. And later on the episode, he passes by that same bar that we saw earlier in episode one. Mm-hmm. And it, the, the agent gentleman's inside it, it, it looks like he's at peace. Mm-hmm. And that's all Bucky can do for these people is to give them peace and knowledge about what happened to their loved ones. So we're right. no longer just in this malaise of where of of just pain and wondering. And he felt at peace with it too. You know, the fact that um he let the man have his his day, you know, his mm-hmm. moment. He didn't go in and you know they didn't, you know, it's it, they didn't do a cheap like okay well i understand you know he just had to pass by just to look after you know just look up on him to see he was you know see if he was okay mm-hmm. and that's, but, it. Uh, that's it no no other words need to be spoken or probably will be spoken between the two because i mean just in reality like the guy is really old so i don't know if they're gonna if they would even attempt to bring him back for anything no his story is done his story yeah. was basically a part of bucky's story and that's finished and, you know, we see later on the episode, um, the therapist comes back into the office and she finds the package that Bucky has left. And it's uh, the list of names and he's crossed all of them out. So mm-hmm. he's gone across, you know, the country, the world. And found I think his people. I think his name was Nakamura. If, uh, yeah, if that was the list. That's correct. But yeah. uh, and he was the last one, mm-hmm. the last one, you know, on the list. And so the last thing I want to talk about is Isaiah Bradley. Yeah. Um, Sorry, trying to find the words, but he, after everything that the United States put him through and the hell he went through, to have him be able to go to that Captain America um, museum and see his statue, his story being told. Recognition. Yeah, and knowing for like it, it doesn't make up for what America did to him. But the first step into to um to fixing the first first step into fixing your problems is admitting that you have a problem. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you saw if you were able to the freeze on that plaque, but basically it was like 
they said that uh, Bradley was a soldier and him and a bunch of other African-American soldiers were unknowingly given uh, serums and sent to die. And basically, it's telling his story, the truth, and not, no, he's no longer just, you know, a redacted page anymore. He's a part of the Captain America history, as he rightly should be. Did he ever get a... Did they ever do any flashbacks with him in the comics? Like, oh, then they made a whole comic. Uh, they did red, right, red, white, and black. I think it's called Truth, and it explains everything what happened to him. You know, he went off to war, he and his platoon, he, all of them were given different um, uh, super soldier serums. Some of them died off, some of them went insane, and just like in the story, he went behind enemy lines dressed up in a Captain America uh, outfit to save people. And when he got back, um, they imprisoned him, experiment on him, um, turned him sterile. And in the comic, the uh, serum had a side effect where it basically um, gave him dementia all the time. But basically, by the time Captain America, Steve Rogers found out about him, he had like the mental capability of a child mm-hmm. and like and marvel comics he's basically an urban legend like all the black superheroes know about him like there's a there's one episode there's one issue where um it's the issue where storm and uh t'challa are getting married and um isaiah bradley's in a wheelchair and the falcons pushing him in and like all the black superheroes know him and, and none of the white ones do and like Luke Cage is talking to somebody, I, don't remember. I think he's talking to Wolverine and he sees him. He goes, Oh shit, that's Isaiah Bradley. And Wolverine's like, Who's that? And you know, uh, Cage is like, You know, he was the first me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he has, a st- he has a story, and Marvel definitely did a great job in cleaning that up and actually making him a man with urgency. And, um, Another actor who just who was that? Uh, Carl Alumbi. Another actor. I tell you, Marvel can get the actors just act, act their ass off, man. Yeah. Because then the moments that between him and Sam, Sam giving that speech in the Captain America um, uniform, I teared up too many times during that last episode, man. It was beautifully done and. Again, some reviews. Just a great episode. Just a great episode. Just a great run. So it's just amazing. And um, the only thing that sucks right now is that we got to wait seven weeks for Loki. (laughs) But it'll give us time to like, you know, uh, it'll give us like we'll have to uh, get creative with our podcasts, you Mm -hmm. know, again, like. Yeah, It'll be yeah. good. We're definitely gonna have to start talking about sports, 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 <laughs> sports. But uh, speaking of sports, Albert Pujols' um, home run is now three to one Astros. Dang, that's it's early, so yeah, it's okay. It's only second inning. All right, man. Um, oh, it's three forty-six. It's about quitting time for me. Get out here and go pick the misses up from work. Um, anything else you want to talk? You got to say real quick. Make quick, make quick. I got nothing, man. I'm good. 
right, so this will be a quick episode, quick episode, 30 minutes, and um, you know, we'll be back next week. We'll talk about something. We'll talk about baseball. Something. I know we'll talk about baseball. I know, like before, you wanted to talk about baseball, and I kind of poo pooed it down because I was trying to get all the Marvel stuff out. But you know, but like you said, it, it's good because a, a month will have passed. Like we'll be a month into the season and have a better idea of what's going on. Yes, because you ask me any question right now, my answer is just going to be it's April. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's it um this is the podcast thank you we appreciate it uh you can catch the podcast on anchor apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, amazon Podcasts, and spotify below in any other place that podcast is given away for exactly free 99 and uh we shall be back next week hopefully we'll get back to two week and anthony you know thanks for being here man appreciate you great talking sir yes sir all right for anthony i'm the quincy Later, babies.